What up, everybody out there in podcast land? Thank you for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of the Yeah, I Said It podcast. Brainchild of my child. I'm the dad half of this operation, Ross Cooper. You're now rocking with the best. Um, the other guy in the other half of this piece of this puzzle. Kane Cooper, talk to the people. What up, everybody? It's Kane. Um, apologies. Uh, technology is hating on us because we were supposed to have a video or an episode out before the New Year's, but it's okay. We have one in in the new decade, so here you go. And God willing, this will work here. Yeah. Um, it is January 1st. That is a great, this is a great way to start your year. Start your year with us two. That's right. Yeah, I say the boys. We're going to get it cracking here. We are in the midst of a five-part series of well, what if this thing wasn't here? Five different staples of society that are pretty big and we're going to play around with. Well, what if these things weren't here? We've talked about police. Yeah, yeah, them. We've talked about rap music. Still say it's not black excellence. It can go. But now we're going to talk about something else that's pretty, pretty big in American culture. And in some instances globally. What if there were no sports? Um, we talked about this, you know, a lot of stuff in this conversation. We start offline. We say, hey, you know what? Let's take it to the people. This is one of those things where, you know, with the police, again, I was getting rid of them. Bye-bye, piggies. Bye-bye. Go become bacon. Uh, with rap, I am still, no, not black excellence. We can get rid of rap. Sports, um, on the fence. I think when we talked about this before, we lean towards keep it. But let's bring that conversation to the folks. Um, your thoughts on no sports. What are your thoughts? All right. Um, like I said, before we had our conversation, uh, I was on the fence too. But as we started talking and making more points, as we're going to do now, I'm more leaning towards keep it. And I guess let's start with all the points. I start from the beginning. All right. Sports overall, not just the NFL, all types of sports globally, football, basketball, soccer, cheerleading, wrestling, ping pong, even, hey, esports, gaming, has exploded over the last hundred years and is probably outside of Hollywood. As you say, I don't have the numbers directly next to me, so I don't know if this is true, but I'm just taking a guess that Sports is probably the most profitable uh, form of entertainment there is outside of maybe Hollywood. Because if you just look in this country alone, NFL makes billions, basketball makes billions, soccer globally makes billions. Well, that's a pretty, it's probably a huge billion number that's up there. If you add all of them together. And also another positive thing that it does is what, not even just the organizations, just the small businesses, the careers it, it, it gives people. You don't even have to be the one dribbling or shooting or whatever. You can be the person behind the camera. You can be, you can have a, a bar that, that plays all, uh, those, uh, sports or whatever or fights or whatever. And you benefit from it. A lot of people eat off of this. So without it, it would be a huge, I'm not saying businesses won't be successful, but some of them, especially small ones, probably wouldn't. Um, let's also see. Oh, yeah. 
you have the, uh, big sports figures who do stuff outside of sports, like I like currently I like LeBron James, Steph Curry, um, KD. Um, then of course the legends that broke the color barrier and helped with other issues, whether deal with religion or race. Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Bill Russell, all of them. Uh, Jackie Robinson, of course, begging the color barrier. So if we didn't have all of them, society might be a worse place because they not only brought everyone together in a common goal, they spoke out and used their platform for great for greatness and to help other people. And um, yeah, those are all the positives that I can think of. If I think of more, I'll of course bring it up. But off the top of my head, this is all the positive things I can think of. Um, let's see, some of the negatives. Yeah, there's elitism in college, as we talked about before, where you can basically, if you're a college athlete or a lead one, especially at a big time school, you can get away with murder, pretty much. Rape, sexual assault, whatever. They just gonna throw it under the rug because you're playing for a big time school or whatever. Um, I'm trying to think what other negatives are there. That thing on the spot. Well, you probably have more. I'll just keep. But yeah, that's what all I can think of right now. I still think the positives outweigh the negatives. I know you're going to have more negatives, and I'll just fly <laughs> on you because you're Mister Negative. I mean, but, but really, yeah. I'm, really, really, I'm not Mister Negative. Mister Reality here. Hey, it's what everyone call it. But yeah. See, yeah, you, right, first off, five, you know, since we're talking sports, five yard flag on a play for using worser in a sentence. I caught that. Um, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the thing I'm the thing, there's a couple, as we always say, I always say layers and levels here. All right. So when you tackle something as big as what if there are no sports, there's things to consider. One, from, from, like we did with, with, with rap, um, there's two aspects. There's if sports stop tomorrow and if sports never happened, give a rap. If rap stopped tomorrow, yay. And if rap never happened, also yay. But, uh, <laughs> I'm bringing it here. If sports stop tomorrow, I think it's, 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 yikes. It's so embedded into the fiber of what we are. As a society, not just not just in America, but as a society, right. because remember the Olympic Games are international, right? And that's mm -hmm. pretty much sport. And the thing is, and I keep correlating back to it just just for continuity's sake. When we talked about well, what happens if rap never happened? Then what? Poetry rising, the Langston Hughes, the legacy of Langston Hughes, so on and so forth rising. What happens if sports never happen? I honestly don't. Have an answer for that. I don't know what you do. Like, I don't. What does a seven foot one, three hundred pound guy do when? Like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> no. yeah, I, don't, I don't know. What do you? What do you do? You. you it's kind of tough for you to just be a bus driver. You know, <laughs> it's kind of tough for you to be a bus driver. So, with all things, you put the scales on it, right? You put it to the scale. You put the pros on one side, cons on the other side. Weigh them out. See which one is heavier. So. When you look at some of the negatives in sports, when you look at just just start with the major four in America, your baseball, your football, your hockey, and uh, basketball. Yeah. 
there's a lot there's a lot of stuff wrong here. And it's now here's the thing. It's fixable, I think, but we're taking things for what they are right now. Problem. No no person should be making $350 million and a teacher's salary is nothing. Problem. Elitism, also a problem. These people are treated like demigods. Why? You hit a ball. It is not to say you are not talented. It is to say in the grand scheme of human existence, if you never hit a ball again, no one would care. On the flip of that, in the grand scheme of human existence, because you hit a ball, and we're not talking the elite level athletes. You mentioned LeBron. That is very important. LeBron is very important. Certain athletes have been very important. But in the grand scheme of things, just like our rap debate, you cannot as a whole look at something and say it's positive because of a few. Overall, if you're triple-A whoever never hits a baseball again, no one cares. And because your triple-A player hits a baseball, the world is not a better place. And for me, that's important. Your D-League guard, if he doesn't play ball again, no one cares. And because he plays ball, the world is not a better place. Can I push back on that? You know, and, oh, please, by all means, by all means. Okay, well, the first one I'm pushing back on is the teacher thing. The reason why the salaries is not, and that is because it has more to do with our government, who doesn't really care about her, her. That budget who doesn't really care about education. It keeps getting pushed to the envelope. We care more about military. We care about being entertained more than anything. There's an and entire inter- department of education. And it's trash. It. And it's trash. You know this. They don't care. Like I said, the budget goes down every year. And the reason why the athlete gets paid three hundred million is because people in and it's it's partly our fault too, is because we want to be entertained. We watch. We pay for all this. They're billion dollar industries for a reason. It's because of us. So if 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 yeah, if yeah, gladiator, if you if if we want to be entertained. So since people want to be entertained and that's a huge part of our society and social stuff. Yeah, they're they're going to get a piece of that. They should get a piece of that. I'm not saying they shouldn't. But until we switch it up and be like, we don't want to be entertained so much. Or if, like we said, sports disappear tomorrow, all that money comes free. Yeah, you can probably dump it into the education system or whatever. Dump it into different career jobs and schools or whatever. But as of right now, yeah, we don't care. The government don't care. But we do care about sports. And that's where all most of our money goes to. So if that if that's where the money goes to, the people who are involved in it should get paid. Do I like it that much? No, but is it fair? Yes, it is. And then the second thing is, I I know I mentioned LeBron James, all the big name athletes, but there's a lot of smaller ones who don't who do a lot for their communities. We just don't talk about it because they're not the big name. So I, I'm willing to believe most professional athletes, hopefully, I, I believe so, do a lot of good in their communities or wherever city they're from or city they're playing in. They do a lot of stuff. So I don't think it is just the big names, the ones with the biggest money that do stuff. They're, they're just the face. I think the, the seventh man or tenth man in the NBA still 
uses his salary to do some good. So I think it was a lot of athletes that do it, not just the big ones. But that's my opinion. Oh boy. Okay. So, you know, let's let's dig into some of the ugly. Um the NFL is the biggest shining beacon of ugly. Um yep. you know, you had Jim Brown, but the bottom line is the NFL lied for years about the effect of concussions. Uh the NFL all you have to do is a cursory Google search and see NFL and domestic violence issues. Then, of course, is our boy Cap and the racial issues and the fact that you have 31 billionaires that own this league. And I don't think they real racially sensitive outside of what you can do to help their team win. You mentioned the difference in pay. And this is where this is where not being prisoners of the moment is important. Once upon a time and because and, I heard this from a sports uh, from a sportscaster, you rewind time you know, a few decades back, athletes actually got paid the same as the journalists did that covered them. Athletes actually worked a regular job and played their sport. When their sport was disease, they worked a regular job. So right. it wasn't a case of just elitism. Where things started getting interested is where they started getting these massive contracts. And the difference between, you know, you know, like once upon a time, if you can if you can picture this, once upon a time, LeBron James would sit down and have a beer with Stephen A. Smith. Once upon a time, that is not the case now, because LeBron is in a completely different stratosphere than even Stephen A., who is the highest paid sportscaster on the planet. So the money what? changes things. There's that. Um, like we touched on. The elitism in college sports, the, as they say, shamateurism. The NCAA is making billions, billions. And if you're a college athlete and someone takes you out to dinner, you risk your eligibility. Which is dumb. Which you know, will... I can, I can make money off. You can't make money off because, yeah. but, you know, yeah. scholarships and you're here on a free ride and Real technically, that is a hundred. You know, Duke University is think like for let's just round and say forty grand a year. Technically, we've paid you one hundred and sixty thousand dollars because you have a free four year education if you choose to stick around. Right, but that's no, no, that's still not fair, and we all know that's that's going to change anyway because of California. So, California's law. Says you can make money off your image and likeness. That's what that I'm saying. Means, that's, that's that not means the same as because you're here, we're going to pay you to play. It just oh. means if I'm if I go to USC and you put USC on college game day and you use my number, I get a piece of that. That's right. Very rudimentary that's way of looking at it, but that's it's not the that's same as getting paid to play. But no, that's baby steps. We first, it was, it was it's minor day slavery that you can make money off me and I can't make money on my own name. So that needs to go anyway, and that's going to go. So with that half gone, then we can get in discussion with, okay, now we can really start dividing the pie of, oh, yeah, I'm making billions. Okay, now I can make money off my own likeness and all that. Well, I also want a piece of the pie that y'all getting from my blood, sweat, and labor as well. So I'm thinking it's just, I'm just thinking, 
maybe I'm being overzealous and too optimistic, but yeah, once that pillar falls, I think the other one will fall too in due time. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen because in due time. Because people will just start going over. Going overseas, you're right. You're right. A few players have done that. Um, the other thing, the other issue with sports, and it's changing because people have been able to do it, but there's this interesting intersectionality of race and gender. Um, you look at tennis and how Billie Jean King and everyone else had to fight for equal pay for women athletes. Venus Williams, Serena Williams. Um, Serena, of course, being one of the greatest athletes ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. That's not even up for debate. Ever. But her dealing with the racial issues she's had to deal with. You know, she yells at a ref, it's, oh my God, she's angry, she's having a meltdown, blah, blah, blah. Um, she can't help the way her body's shaped, and yet she's told not to wear certain outfits during matches. This is, this is, this is what happens when the hierarchy, when you start looking at the tippy top of things, of organizations, of, of ownership, and things like that, you still see old white guys. Interesting little, interesting little correlation there. You look at the top of a lot of companies, boards, CEOs, who do you see? Old white guys. You look at politics in this country, who do you see? Old white guys. And you look at sports, right? Who do you see? Oh, wow. So, so there's, there's some issues there. Barriers have been broken from Billie Jean King all the way down to Serena and going forward. Barriers have, in fact, been broken, but they're still there. Then there's the sexism piece of it when you look at the WNBA. I can name you off the top of my head. Ah, I'd say maybe 10. Maybe 10 WNBA players. I can name you off the top of my head. Probably 50 current NBA players because the so NBA you, treats WNBA like it's it's poor stepchild. Um, okay, that's pause. That's a lie. I've seen oh, that's really? a lie over really? the last couple please, of years. Please. I don't know, I don't know how much television watch. That's a lie. They have the, the NBA made it a conservative effort to, to push the WNBA. All I see is commercials saying this is why we play. Or whatever, pushing the WNBA. Like I'm sorry, but it's not. It's just not as entertaining. It's just not as entertaining as watching the NBA. It's just not. I mean, if we're keeping the whole buck, not. It's not. People want to see high flies. The NBA is WNBA is really skilled. Like their skills off the charts. Like handles, fundamentals, all that. But people want to see dunks, high flying stuff like stuff like that. You want to see a Russell Westbrook. Go past, go past half court in like five seconds and yam on somebody. You want to see a Giannis so, seven feet doing some crazy stuff. You don't really see that in the WNBA. That's not their fault. It's, it's just how biology made us. Yeah, and then we 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 cheer for her because she dunked, but she's not like she's not a, a, a Russell Westbrook dunker. She's a rim grazer dunker. Like it's cool, but it's not like she's cocking no, back and yamming on people. Yeah, yeah, she can. Like Brittany Griner will, will will yam on you. We haven't seen it, so that's what I'm trying so to say. Because she, so let's see. Because she can't dunk, she gets what we she don't gets, care. and <laughs> Russell Westbrook yeah. gets oh, gets a supermax. Yes, yes, he does. Because 
uh, viewing and the amount of money that the WNBA makes. I like, I looked at the numbers. I don't just go by, oh, they're just women getting paid less. No, you got to look at how much they earn. They don't earn jack squat. In fact, they're losing money. This is what marketing they're losing is money. for. They get marketing. This is what marketing no one is. Watch. They really? get marketing. I hey, see the commercial. Quick, quick. I've seen it. Watch this. Watch this. Real quick. Who was in MVP of the league last year? Right. Don't know. Prosecution rest. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Rest. All this really? marketing. All this push. And, huh. and, and, and you can't even tell me who the MVP of the league is. Because I don't care. That's, I'm, 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 not, not, I'm not trying to be sexist, but I don't care. See. It's, it's not the same thing. They don't make the same amount of money. The money discrepancy is, is huge. The margin is wide. They lo- they're losing money. They're not even profiting. The NBA is paying the WNBA just to maintain a profit. So no, they're not going to get paid the same so, as NBA players. It's not the if same. You, if you don't know who the MVP of the league is, then clearly the marketing isn't working, is not effective, or is not being pushed. He commercials enough. all I the time. I can't tell you the last. Really, when's the, I can I, I have seen WNBA commercials every time the season starts. I see the commercials every every year. I've seen you see the NBA players, and then they they start promoting them. And then they'll show highlights on WNBA. And then they and they say this is why we play, or they'll say I forgot the other commercial was I mean, about. You know but the slogan, basically same, so that, same thing. That's that's effective marketing. You know the slogan, so that's good. That's a step I'm just, up. but I'm saying like let's not act like they're not promoting them. They are just people aren't interested. Let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep I it think, all the way a hundred. I think that's I think that's circular. People are interested because it's not being pushed enough. Um. What the more do you want? Women's basketball what player with want? a signature shoe is who? What woman has a signature shoe? Right. Because we don't know you. Right. <laughs> How would you get Thank a signature you. shoe Thank if we don't you know you? You just walked into my point. You but just we don't know you. But the, well, the reason we don't know you isn't because the NBA isn't pushing you. The reason we don't know you because we're not interested. Let's be 100. Let's keep it You're 100. Not interested it because bad. it's not being pushed. It's being pushed. No one cares. So, so, oh, so now, okay, let's, 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 let's scrape the bottom of the barrel for a hot second. Let's scrape the bottom of the barrel for a hot second here, right? So, we don't know who the MVP, the WNBA is, right? But I'm not you, but we're very familiar with the real housewives or whoever. You know what I'm saying? So, cause that gets pushed down our throat. Love and hip hop that gets pushed down our throat. Because WNBA? people like seeing nah, stupid sorry. stuff. Because people like seeing stupid stuff. No one likes to see. I mean, if we keep it a hundred, I'm not saying this is me. Now I'm just speaking. Like no one wants to see a league full of quote unquote uh, dykes playing basketball. No one wants to see it. I'm not speaking for me. I'm speaking. I'm speaking reality. Like I'm, I'm keeping. I'm taking all the gloves off. We, we having a what real is, conversation. What does that have to do with anything? Because people care like, about like, this. Stuff. I don't know what why. What does that have to do with anything? You asking the golden question, you but no one or cares. you can't. People. That's what people care about. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't help that. That's not my fault. I don't think so that way. So again, this goes back to that. Now we. And this is where. Patriarchy rears its, rears its ugly head because it was a whole bunch of, I mean, let me let me think here. It was a whole bunch of Candace Parkers and 
you know, aesthetically pleasing to the eye women everyone would watch? Maybe. That's the sad part. Maybe, maybe not. And like then, I said, course, it's it's a other... different game. No one like no one wants everyone wants to see the highlight play. No, Let's keep wait, it wait, real. wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 hold up. This is where this argument and I say, not not necessarily with you. This is kind of where this argument falls apart. Because everybody has been to your local park and watch hoops. And no cats ain't dunking either. This ain't we're not talking rucker. We're not talking rucker, of course. I'm about to we're say. just talking go to the park and watch cats hoop. Everybody went to the park, watch cats hoop. Ain't nobody dunking. A good game is a good game. This ain't the park. So we, this is oh, this is why right, we watch this it. Is professional. Well, now, this exactly. Is this professional. is why we and this is why we watch because we want to see the best of the best do what we can't do. Watching the WNBA player, technically, I can do what she does. I can't do what LeBron does. I can't do what Giannis do. You can't teach that. You can teach what WNBA can. That's one player. The NBA has a million of those. Diana Taurasi. You can teach that. But that's that's every NBA player on the bench can do that. Every NBA player on the bench can do that. And that's not... Like, no. You want to see the NBA because they can do stuff that we can't. That's the whole reason why we watch. You want to see a seven-foot giant... With long strides dunking on everybody with handles like a guard. We never seen stuff like that. That's why we watch the NBA because it's entertaining because it's something we never and saw. This is, and this but is but, the, but this the, is WNBA the players, you can see them at the park all the time. You can see skillful people at the park all the time. Skills jumping or handle. You can see that at the park all the time. You can't see that type of athleticism, IQ and handle and and just pure. Yeah, just pure athletics. You can't you can't see that in WNBA. Outside of maybe one or two people. And those one or two people wouldn't probably wouldn't even make the roster on the NBA. So there's a difference. There's levels to it. And it's understandable. I'm sorry that there's different levels, but there is. And then there's the issue, of course, with equal pay in soccer. Um now that is different. That is different. Oh, that's different. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. different. That's different. One, because one, the U.S. team is better. The U.S. women team is better than, than the men's. And two, right, they're the actually they're they're actually winning. Yeah, that I agree with. But oh, and soccer is more. So you watch women's soccer, but you won't watch a WNBA game. Is is, is this what you're saying? I tried, but it's just not. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say like I haven't tried to watch. I have. I watched some of their playoff games, but I probably watch college women's basketball more than I watch the WNBA. But that, that, now see, that is, is a different argument because honestly, I don't want to watch UConn, but that's it. Honestly, that's any college sports. I don't want to watch UConn blow somebody out by 75. Like, okay, that I can get, but the pro game is different. I don't want to watch you. I don't want to watch UConn and Gina Oriema blow out some woman's team by seventy-five. Just no. But um, these these bring it back. This is the ugly of sports. And then now we're on soccer on the U.S. end. When you expand soccer globally, you have people dying. You have people being trampled. You have racial slurs all oh, over. Who can kick a ball? This oh, is yeah. insane. Soccer, like, terrible. Like, it's soccer, b. Again, I'm going to sound real American for a second here. It's soccer. Like, 
y'all take flops. You watch a soccer match, and some of the little hits they take, these cats roll four, five times, screaming in agony. This ain't Ronnie Ooh. Lott cleaning your clock going over the middle. Like, no. like get up. Stop. But it, it is, it is, from playing soccer, it is a highly skilled sport. Like, it's not easy doing what they it do. It is very skilled, but it is not high impact. Not to the no, level I that mean, they make it see. No, but it is some impact. You can still get hurt. I mean, if you yeah, try you to can, go for I a mean, ball, you can headbutt somebody. <laughs> like, yeah. Agreed. But th- this, this is, you know, th- this is not... Troy Palomalu laying you out on a crossing route. Like, stop. Stop. But y'all trampling people and killing folk and fighting over soccer, dog? Really? Over soccer? Any sport. And, and not this even is just soccer. Like, you know what? Any. You know, it's not worth Now, it's just not. And it's, and it's just. You look at the NBA. How many NBA players are paying child support? Like, it's 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 a different kind of ugly. So when I go back to the question I asked a minute ago, is the world a better place if no one plays ball? My conclusion is this though, because when you got away, you got away all of it, right? So my issues, most of the ugly. In sports, is as you get as you uh, ascend in levels, you find issues on the collegiate level, the elitism, the, the sexual assault, and everything else, the the cheating on tests, getting swept under the rug. You find issues there. On um, the pro level, host of issues. But when you when you look at sports in its purest form, when you look at Pop Warner football, you look at you know T ball and things like that. That is sports in a pure form, and it is so beneficial. Yourself is played. Um, a lot of kids find themselves. They learn how to work hard. They learn what work ethic is. They learn what teamwork is through sports on that also, very basic level. Also, just you know, to piggyback on that, also network uh, networking. Because when you get older, not everyone's going to be in the NFL, Mary. So. Like you had a whole teammate, so oh, yeah, form a whole lot of friendships that way. I know I have, and learn about yeah, hard work, teamwork, especially playing football. It's the ultimate team sport. Um, yeah, it's just there's a lot of positives that come from it, especially just as a kid. Yeah, and and I think that I think is kind of what for me says, okay. Sports, you can stay. Now, again, you still have these psychopaths. Because I still, I don't know if, see, you were in it. So I don't know if you remember this. But it was a game. I can't remember, dude. I can't remember the kid's name. Um, The running back. His pops was the coach. You remember? I think so. <laughs> okay. I cannot remember the name. But his pops was one of the coaches. He was one of the running backs. And. He took a hit, like legit took a hit from, from a couple dudes. And this cat was just losing, the coach was just losing it. Not the head coach, the assistant coach. I, I remember. Not, oh my God. Probably, I don't remember yeah, his name. Took, I remember. I know, because he used to drive the Nissan Z. But he took a hit, and his pops was losing. Don't ever let him see you cry. Stop crying. I'm like, 
Huh. That's the part where it's like, yo, you're ten years old, man. This is this is not the NFL Combine. This ain't even high school. You're ten years old. This is what ten year olds do when they get hurt. And I'm like, that is the danger of sports. It's the danger. Oh, yeah. You have these parents who push their kids to like ridiculous levels. Like, yeah, I told you. Hey, if you play ball, I would have loved for you to go to Notre Dame. If you play basketball, I would love for you to go to Duke. Keyword was if you decided to do other to do either. I never wanted to make it seem like pretty. I told you this is look, play until you feel like you don't want to play anymore. You know, and when you finally stopped playing in high school, I was like, all right, cool. And lo and behold, years later, after finding out what we know about concussions, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you did. You know, but there's there's some there's some ugly even on the even on the kid level. Like yeah. You hear about these parents fighting coaches and you know. Like I say, nothing in this world is perfect. Nothing that doesn't have its share of demons. Sports, I, I still believe, even after all these conversations we had twice, that sports is here to stay. But I'm not going to ignore all the negatives and the, the skeletons it has in its closet because it's not perfect. But like you said, put on the skills. I think the, the benefits outweigh the negatives. And I think most of the negatives that we said can be fixed. Right. It's just whether we do it or not. But I don't think it's just un unfixable. I mean, you know, it's it's because realistically it's an old argument, but it's still valid. You can't explain to me how one person makes three hundred and fifty million dollars for hitting a baseball and there's lit and and I know and I'm not making this up because I know them, there are teachers using their salary to buy school supplies. These right. two things don't match. So the easy fix here is, okay, X amount of dollars, X amount of percent of every contract gets put back into a fund, which is funneled back into the educational system of said community. But easy that's not, fix. It's uh, not being done, but there's a fix. Not, that's not the athlete's fault. That's the government's fault. We, we have enough money. Everyone pays taxes. So there's enough money right now, even without the, the, the sports players, uh, Money being involved, like taxes alone, should be able to pay for that, but they don't use it for that. But you can't because you know you can. You choose not to. You when you do that, the problem becomes okay. So let's just say, just thought a number. Let's just say the budget is a trillion dollars, right? Well, if the military is going to eat up forty percent of it, now you're down to X amount of dollars, and you got to stretch that across. But everything. okay, now it doesn't have to be that way, though. Where, you, where are you going to take it from? And that's the you, argument. The government take it from the military. Take it from the military. The military don't need that much freaking money. And that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> Where Ooh. me being <laughs> me being my John Lennon type is like, what do we need a military for? If we were, if you t answer that question realistically, like, what do we need a military for? Take us from who? Realistically, we can't because you can't know that information. Protect I'm I'm saying, but No, I mean no, no, I'm like like no, I'm not and I'm not trying to be an a-hole. Like you the average here's the make here's the ugly truth. And I don't want to go too far off. I don't want to go too far off topic. Here's the ugly truth. The average American cannot handle what is inside the Pentagon, what is inside the CIA, 
if they now me personally, I can handle it because uh, I'm a logical thinker. If you if you told me, listen, the reason a trillion dollars has to go to the military is because there's this terror cell here that has threatened to do A, B, and C. There is this government here that we have to keep our eye on. And if we didn't have an installation here, they would form a bigger group that we probably couldn't be. The, well, there are secrets that the U.S. the U.S. public cannot know because they simply can't handle it. We have to be kept in the dark to a certain degree. And that's because the vast majority of us, you know, not to be all cliche, you can't handle the truth. I disagree. And, and that's, I'm, really, I disagree. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You disagree. Hold on, hold on. Who's the president? Real quick. Who's the president of what? So what was that about the American public being smart enough to handle it? No, I'm saying. This president dude got elected. Like elected. Think about it. He lost by 3 million votes, but because of the electoral college, he got elected. But think about this for a second. There was only 3 million votes of a difference. This moron actually almost came close to really winning. And That's a whole nother issue. You want to believe the American public is smart enough to handle no, it doesn't matter. Truth, just, real truth. I just, just tell the truth. See, whoever can't handle it can't handle it. That's on you. But I'm, I'm not even talking about that. I get what you're saying. I'm talking about, this is why I said my John Lennon approach. Money should come from the military. This is why the money can't come from the military. But I'm, because you let me explain my point. You let me explain my full point. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm being my, a reason why I'm saying John Lennon approach, because we're probably, we're going to touch on this actually, another deadly sin, is that if we don't have guns, there will be no threats. So I'm saying, like, as a human, like, if humans, like, use their full potential, like, I always believe we could, and this is why I'm so disappointed. If we use our, our potential full to, fully to the max, and we stop with this BS, stop with these wars and whatever, and terrorist acts, blah, 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 we wouldn't need it. And then all that money could just go to education, and everyone would be for the better. That's what I'm saying, my little utopia, my little dream utopia. That's not going to happen, but... Is 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 that's why I say it's the John Lennon approach. Imagine. That's why I'm saying imagine if we didn't need guns, we didn't really necessarily need military unless it was like some foreign object came from space and tried to attack us. We don't really need it. Because we don't have to use it on each other. Because we're all working together. That's that's what I was trying to say. But I get you if we be realistic, fine, I get why the military, because there is certain stuff that we don't know about that they're probably saving us from right now. But I still think even a piece, like a piece of that, could still go to education, or the other percent, the other sixty percent, most of it can go to the education system instead of wherever else it goes to. I don't know the exact numbers they're going to, but I'm just saying I know the education system is very small. Um, so yeah, there's there's that. Um, all right, so that is part three. What what if there were no sports? Um, we'll recap it at the end there. Shifting gears slightly, it is January first, twenty twenty. It's yeah. a, a new year, new decade, all that good stuff. Learned a lot in the last ten years, but it allows for reflection. I don't think you should. I mean, personally, I don't think you should wait until the start of a new year to reflect. It is symbolic. I get it, but I believe the best work is done being introspective 
as much as humanly possible. My personal belief aside, um, take a minute to reflect. We started our podcast back in February. Uh, we're gaining mm-hmm. more steam. I, we, what I want to personally thank every single listener. I'm appreciative of every single conversation I've had with folks about this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I got into a real heated debate about the, the, the what if there were no rap, but that's the whole thing. It's it's healthy, I believe, discourse. I always want people to come away with maybe from, uh, with a different point of view. As you can see, we don't always agree. Some of my highlights, though, from these past uh, few months, uh, like we discussed, I really enjoyed doing the Hitler Wing of Hell. That that's <laughs> that's 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 the yeah, I say that podcast original. Who goes in the Hitler Wing of Hell? I'm hoping we don't have more additions. Right. Um, I don't. It's, it, I, I thought about it. There might be one other edition. I don't know if his crimes right. No, it doesn't. I just remember nobody. I was gonna say uh, Harvey Weinstein, but there's nobody. So you, you can't get into the Hitler Wing of Hell with nobody. So no Harvey Weinstein, no Jeffrey Epstein. Now they are pathetic bastards for sure. Uh, but you don't get interested to the Hitler Wing of Hell with no body count. With your exception of Catholic priests. <laughs> I was to say, uh, you know when the Catholic priests in there, because that's like a triple whammy. Yeah, yeah, the Catholic priest got in the Hitler Wing of Hell. Um Yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think there's any more entries. And honestly, I'll be good if that, that section is cordoned off and, and that's that. And we don't have any more entries to talk about. That's crazy. <laughs> Um, sadly. No, I, you know, it just. Uh, oh, uh, let me think. Year review, year review. What, what else did we do? Year review. I love the basketball chats. I love that we stay consistent and give the middle finger to the NFL. Um, I think the good folks at ESPN can finally start the thirty for thirty on Cap because the way it's looking, he's not going to get a job, which is no. BS in and of itself. But it is what it is. I think they can finally start the thirty for thirty on cap. That's gonna be that's probably gonna be like a three part special. When <laughs> it's finally done. That's gonna be like a three part special. Uh, let me think. What are what are I'm thinking, what are some of your highlights that we've done here? Um when we hell yeah, that was that was fun. Um I like to thank everybody that's listening and people that, that get involved even after the podcast getting into arguments. I mean, that's the thing. We want to spark a different conversation, not do what everyone else does. So we try to come up with our own unique ideas and stuff. And I think we improve episode by episode. So I appreciate everyone who's rocking with us. And I appreciate all the new people that come. And I appreciate people who tell other people about our stuff. Because the word of mouth is the best form of marketing. So I appreciate you guys if you can or have or whatever. And, um... What is another highlight? We talked about a lot of stuff. Um, oh, hmm. dude, dude. The African Joker. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, that was... Oh, I feel... Wait, To refresh, if anybody just who did, this goes back to the Jesse Spolette issue and, you know, the two Nigerian brothers. And... <laughs> When he yeah. said, um, they, they had white on their faces, and it was like the Joker, and they went and pulled up some Halloween 
costume. I'm like, what? One of the dudes had on Joker make bad Joker makeup in that. Bad. Very like, bad. Like, like you just stuck your face in some flour and put, <laughs> and put, some, put some makeup on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that African was, that Joker was, was hilarious. That was bad. <laughs> hilarious. Um, Redemption. I had to eat. I almost had to eat a little crow, but you know, you I had to semi apologize to Tyler Perry. Oh, no longer, no longer on a cool boat. Oh yeah. Boat. Did you already mention it? You had you had to apologize to the bald fraud, who's not the bald fraud anymore. Yeah, I can't. I can't call Michael Jordan the bald fraud anymore. He is fully grown, a social conscience. Uh, we saw a little oh. bit of it when. With Donald Sterling issue, but now he's opening up clinics and so on and so forth. So I cannot call Michael Jordan a ball fraud anymore. He is no longer the biggest fraud pulled off on the black community. Um, you know, so I, you know, I, hey, I, 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 I will course correct in a minute. I will course correct. I ain't afraid of it. You know, I'm yeah. happy. I, and I've always said about Tyler, I don't have an issue with Tyler, Tyler's hustle and his grind. I always had an issue with some of Tyler's product, you know, but this, like, dude, can you imagine what it's going to be like to have Tyler Perry produce and, and Spike Lee direct? Like, when, when that, ha- oh my God, that's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, we reviewed Endgame, we talked, we covered a lot of ground in this inaugural, you know, few months here, and our, technically our anniversary is next month. Because we started, I do believe our first show was February 23rdish, 2019. We're now in 2020. And we we keep doing this thing, man. Um, Basketball, because Christmas Day games have come and gone. (sighs) Mr. Load management. By the way, the hidden wing is frozen over because he said all this stuff, by the way. What'd you say? I said the head in the wing of hell is froze over because you admitted all this stuff about Tyler Perry and Michael Jordan. I never see the day. It's froze over, everybody. <laughs> and he's been doing so well. He's been on the street of not mentioning them at all. Pretty much. I mean, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, and this and this this can still count as a highlight. I love the fact that we're doing this five part series. It's gonna be fun. We 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 going some cool stuff to figure out, okay. We got rap. Yeah, police. Not no sports. What are we gonna do next? They do. Two big ones. What if there are no guns? And what if there are no guns? Some of you would lose your shit. Probably. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about it. But yeah, some of you would like. I don't care. Actually, the gun thing isn't. It's huge. That's gonna be a regional thing, cause I keep cause I live in Texas now, and I keep trying to explain to Texans that it's like it almost blows their mind. Yeah, dude, what you doing this weekend? Probably work out. Not gonna go to the gun range. <laughs> now, granted, I've been to a gun range in Shadow, so I get where the hype is from. I get it. I'm not driving all the way out the way all the way out there to do it all the freaking time. But I get it. Like I said, when I first shot it, I was like, okay, I get what Nas is. I gave you power came from because you really do feel power. And it does kind of relieve some stress. 
like shooting Call of Duty. So does Lifting Weight, and no one I mean, dies. That's true. That's true. But hey, if we can save lives of people because you want to shoot papers and stuff, please do that. Unless you absolutely have to. This is brought to you by Canaan. But, uh, yeah. And, and shift the gear, we wrap it up as we always do NBA wise. Uh, Christmas Day games are coming on. My preseason prediction still stands. You're not going to beat the Lakers four times in two weeks. And in the Eastern Conference, you're not going to beat Philly four times in two weeks. Philly will get washed. <laughs> Philly is going to get wiped by the Lakers in the finals. But, yeah, you're not. You're not. Yeah, you're, yes, yes, you. Philly, for one, Philly is a six seed right now, so they're not even top four. Like I told you, Miami can beat them. Pacers can beat them when they get old people back. Pacers, no, no, you, no, oh. I'm trying to tell you, if Ben Simmons don't get a jump shot, and if they don't make some trades to get more shooters, which they desperately need, because they're not going to make 23s in a game like they did. Against Milwaukee, that was a freaking anomaly. That's never going to happen again, and I put money on that. So, unless you get more shooters, or Ben Simmons out of nowhere listens to his fairy godmother or something and gets powers and starts shooting, you're not going nowhere. You might not even make it to Eastern Conference Finals. You heard it here first. Wow. You're really hopping on that Miami bandwagon hard. It's not a bandwagon. They've legit. They number. I think they're the third seed right <laughs> now. No, they're not. They're, I mean, you got you got superstar rookies. You have a team. You have a great organization. You have a coach. You have a star in Jimmy Butler. They can only get what better. What you have, to me, what you have is upset alert in the first round. I mean, it's not going to be upset alert. It's not going to be upset alert if they're a high seed. They're going to be playing a lower seed, That's which might point. be Philly. They're going to get spanked by the lower seed. That, that's yeah, okay. Point. No, that's not what happened. That's, that's, that's exactly my point. Upset alert not. in the first round. No. No. Well, well we, will, we will see. Uh, the West is still a bloodbath. <laughs> um, but you, 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 I'm just not betting against LeBron and AD four times in two weeks. It's not going to happen. Well, if they stay healthy. Okay. They're 2-0 against them, so you should be worried. Uh, they're 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 one and a half because it was the first game of the season. Oh my god! They didn't have Paul George and they still won. I don't want to hear that. It was the first game of the season. It's opening night. No one Everyone was looking game. forward to it. I don't want to hear it. They didn't even have Paul George. Like, I'll give you the Christmas Day game and some questionable calls. I'll give you that. Oh my gosh! Excuses, excuses. It's not LeBron. an excuse. I mean, again, you can if you want to argue certain points. Okay, fine. LeBron had a, a really bad sequence where you miss a fourth quarter free throw. You drove to the lane and kicked out when you probably should have been aggressive. But like the didn't want you to free throw. If you out there, no one can, I'm sorry. The average fan doesn't care if you're hurt or doesn't know. If you're playing, they just see you playing. So no excuses. Stop it. If you were hurt, then sit out. People understand and say you're hurt. You're hurt. But if you're not, if you're playing, you're not hurt. No excuses. Uh, so, so your finals prediction is what? Just so we can get that on the record. As of right now, well, my heart, I want Houston to make the finals, but it's not going to happen. But in reality, if I think with my brains, probably going to be Clippers and Milwaukee. 
And I got the Clippers winning in seven. One, if that matchup happens, <laughs> Clippers in five or six. It's not going seven at all. Um, I think inexperience. You. Inexperience. There's way too much talent and experience on that Clippers side. Um, but two, and more importantly, the actual finals. Lakers, 76ers. Oh, it's not going to happen. Lakers might make it. Sixers. Unless they make it, like I said, as the, if the team stay as they are right now, and the Sixers don't make any trade, they're not making it to the finals. You heard it here first. Okay, we go. I would love to be long because I'm in B fan. Like I said, I love to be long because I'm in B fan, but the B ain't got much help. So yeah, ain't gonna happen. Wow, wow. Okay, what a world to dream. We gonna see, but um. All right, so for our first recap, uh, the third part of our Five Deadly Venom special, um, sports, when you weigh it all out, I firmly do believe the good does outweigh the bad. I say keep it. Um, it has been one great year, and I'm thankful for every bit of it. Thank you all for listening. We got more great content coming. Listen, argue amongst yourselves, argue with us. It don't matter. We will talk about it. Uh, keep that going. Um, lastly, Lakers, Sixers, Lakers and Fox. Close it out, sir. Yeah, um, I I agree. I would keep sports. I think always positives outweigh the negatives. Um, oh yeah, basketball got. Clippers, Bucks, and seven. Clippers. And um also closed out. Yeah, <laughs> I said it. Podcast. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week. Peace.